All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live after a uh, couple week hiatus. We're back. Uh, glad to be talking about tournament action again. Big tournament just went down over the weekend. We kind of been all you know on pins and needles waiting for these things to get going. Uh, I'm Jeff Malai. We got my partner Ryan Lambert up there with the with the little sunny beach in the background. He's on location at Panama City Beach, right? Buddy? On location. On location. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're excited uh, to welcome the Holy BOS Kentucky Lake winner and and defending tournament of champions winner Jody Queen to KBN Live. Jody, thanks for taking time, buddy. Hey guys, no problem. Glad to be here, man. You a little bit tired? Oh man, I'm so tired. I almost fell asleep like 15 minutes before uh, you you called. I was sitting <laughs> over my head. I was like this. I had the nods real bad. I bet. Yeah, you uh -oh. got to be tired. My wife said a big big dinner, and man. When I once that dinner hit bottom, I I was almost done. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, Ryan was there, and he just made the long trip down to the beach. You guys, <laughs> I wasn't there. Well, you were you were sort of there. And, I drove uh, through. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know everybody's back to back to reality today on a Monday, and and you know we're excited to talk to you about your big win. So yeah. you know, let's get started. I yeah, know you're going to get people you know hitting you up all week about this. You'll probably be on a hundred different podcasts. We're glad to get you on Monday night and and talk a little bit about this. Yeah, I've got one in an hour. So. Yeah, yeah, we won't keep you long. We will get you out of here. <laughs> Busy man, popular man. So oh, you, you guys are great, man. I'm I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So we're glad know. to have you. Ryan, I'm sure you want to jump in on some of this because you've obviously faced the tough conditions, but it looked like from a distance, I didn't get to go, that it was a tough, tough sledding for a lot of folks over there. It was, uh, I, I think there were a lot of, obviously a lot of factors in play. Weather wasn't, wasn't optimal as far as moon phase and whatnot goes, and it, you know, it was bright, sunshiny, and, and then boats everywhere. I, I can't remember a lake that I've fished on, and I've never fished St. Clair, but I can't remember a lake that I fished on with more boat traffic, especially on the north end. How how was it where you were, Jody? It wasn't. I don't think it was quite as bad as the north end. Uh, I'll tell you, man. What really, really, I think messed us up on the bite was they quit drawing water. Oh yeah. They they were pushing like forty or fifty thousand uh, at the gates there on Wednesday during pre-fishing, and then all of a sudden. It went to twenty one thousand and stayed there for days. Yep. So, so yeah, I think they had a lot to do with. We lost all of our current, <laughs> and of course, you know that current it positions those fish around anything that's you know blocking it. You know anything that obstructs the current that had fish on it during pre fishing, and there just wasn't there was no current. So they just they sunk up in the logs and and places like that and just hid. You know. How long did it take you to get your limit on on Saturday? Was it pretty quick? Was it a morning bite, or was it an all day grind? Yeah, the morning bite lasted until about I don't know nine thirty or ten for for uh, me. It I, I think I had my limit in like an hour, or an hour and a half, uh, and they were all just average decent fish, fifteen, sixteen inches. I had a I had a, an eighteen. Actually, I think I had two eighteens, and I caught another eighteen later on that day, but. Uh, it happened pretty quick that morning, but man, it got tough after about ten thirty or eleven. It really got tough for for me. It did, and uh, uh, I just managed, uh, you know, get lucky in the morning. Go ahead and get get my my limit out of the way. And, and day two was it was scary. I had two fish really? all the way really? up. To, yeah, 
Yeah, I had I only had two fish all the way up until uh, about noon, 12, 12 or twelve thirty. I had two fish and I was scrambling. I, and I, I just said, man, I've got to make an adjustment. And I, I didn't was really. I saw the, I was watching the leaderboard driving down here. I was trying to keep up with it, and I saw Corey's name. You know, Corey jumped up there. He had some good fish yeah. on the stringer, and I kept waiting to see yours. And I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if Jody's sandbagging or what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, where we were fishing, I didn't have any signal at all. And we had talked to uh, the guy at the marina. He had turned off. He had free Wi-Fi, and he had turned it off because someone was abusing it or something. And we talked him into turning it back on <laughs> <laughs> just, for, just, just for the hours for us to, you know, I said, man, turn it on until 4 o'clock, and you can turn it back off. And he was like, hey, man, I'll do that for you. It was really nice of him, man. (laughs) It was great. So, you know, but, yeah, I mean, I had two fish up until about 1230, and then the adjustment I made, I dropped out. I was fishing the mouth of a creek. Uh, Well, actually, I was fishing up in the mouth, and then I dropped out to the flat and just to try to find something new. And I looked... Uh, uh, I seen something flashing uh, across the lake from me, and I, I pedaled over, and it was gizzard shad jumping. And uh, so I just I picked up a chatterbait, man, and just started slinging on that flat, big open flat, and just had it had logs and stuff on it. And I just kept throwing, kept throwing, and, and picked up the rest of my fish right there. It sounds I like mean, a they, similar they story to the TOC. Uh, <laughs> I said, this sounds like a similar story to the TOC. You just picked yeah. your chatterbait up. It was. Hey, it worked throwing. once, man. <laughs> <laughs> it worked once. I figured it would work again. Now, I, I did, point. man. I really got lucky with that. Really got lucky with that on, uh, on Sunday. Well, let me ask you this, Jody. I, I, like I said, I didn't get to come, but I was watching from a distance, you know, people posting on different social media about how the week went going up to the tournament. I mean, how was your pre-fishing? Did you feel like it was going to be a grinder, like a lot of people were describing? Dude, our our pre-fishing was so well. We were. So, I was probably more excited about this tournament than any tournament I fished in a long time because I just knew I was going to get in there and hammer them. I, <laughs> I shook off. I shook off a twenty-two inch uh, bass that seen me. I mean, it was. It was. The water was fairly clear. I mean. I rolled right up on it. It was sitting suspended about a foot below the surface, and I was like, "Bag on!" There's a 22-inch bass, and I just I dropped my bait right in front of it, and it just attacked it, and I just I shook it off, and uh, I caught a 22 and a quarter the same day. I pulled up into a hole and just made a cast, and just wanted to see what was in there, and hooked up on a 22 and a quarter. I did, and I never made another cast in that hole. Man. Uh, yeah, I had in three fish. I had. Uh, 57 or 58 inches and three fish and that and then saturday they just weren't there wow so you had kind of the opposite experience feeling yeah (laughs) that's a sinking feeling in your gut man when that happens but you knew i mean you know those fish are still in that area whether the current changes or whatever you know they're they're in there somewhere you just got to keep plugging along do you stumble up on where they move to yeah, usually when fish do something like that, uh, it's just, it's an adjustment that you have to make. You know, I mean, you hear the MLF guys talking all the time. Let the fish tell you what they want. It's basically they're basically right. I mean, you're you you find that and, adjustment. You and Corey and Josh was it Josh Stewart too? Y'all were all in the same yeah. general area. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
how do you – I mean, we see people – we've seen it today on KBN, people complaining about being crowded out and getting cut off and fishing on top of each other. How do you – in a tournament yeah. setting, when everybody's gunning for the top, how do you all work that out? How do you work out who's fishing where and who's going here and there? You know, how, how do you work that out peacefully, I guess? Yeah, I mean, luckily we were in an area that was probably, uh, I don't know, maybe three-quarters of a mile long. And it had several different uh, areas in it that you could actually get away from each other in. And, and there was a couple of times when Corey and I were fishing right on top of each other and, sh and like, thrown in the same holes, you know. But it was <laughs> just in passing, you know. It was just in passing. And we separated most of the But, yeah, you just got to give people their space, you know. I mean, if you see some guy, I pulled out and I uh, went through a cut. And when, as soon as I pulled out, and I had a plan to go down the bank. I pulled out, and Josh was probably 50 yards down the bank. I just turned around and went back in where I was got. You just, just got to give them their space, you know. I mean, somebody's always going to be fishing a stretch before you do, but uh, it just it, it happens. It happens. So how did that work out? Is that something you all just all stumbled upon or talked about beforehand, or how did, how did you all end up in that same spot down there? Well, we didn't find out until later that uh, that was one of Josh's honey holes. <laughs> Actually, Corey and I thought we were going to have the place to ourselves. You know, we was like, man, there's nobody here. And, you know, there was not another kayak to be seen. You know, we was all excited. And, uh, man, on, on the tournament morning, we, we got about, uh, you know, three quarters of the way there. And we seen, here comes Josh coming out of the bushes over there <laughs> well, that, that, like, that had oh, to make you feel good though whenever you see Stewart on yeah. kentucky lake you know you made a good choice right yeah yeah right yeah and, everybody and before, you know you I mean, always I thought, hear the stories about where yeah, people yeah. fish and stuff well I was, I was talking to Siddiqui after day one and he's like jody and Corey were down in that creek josh likes to fish like you're yeah. lying like all three of y'all put up you know really good numbers like man that's <laughs> that's a good one to, that's a good one yeah. to roll up on there I know. We we uh we had a backup place too. Uh see we went to White Oak Creek to, to pre fish and when we got into White Oak we seen Adam Riser there and and uh he he was there and Corey and I both was like, Man, you know, this place is probably gonna be loaded on, on opening day, so we, we might ought to just find us another backup. So so we went looking for another creek, but we had another backup besides the place we were fishing. And uh, when we went to uh, try to get an upgrade in that creek, when we got up in there, Adam was there too. <laughs> oh man! So I think he oh, was. Man. I think he was just, you know, hitting the, these creeks, the heads of these creeks, and just yeah. packing up, sitting, you know, hitting them, which is a great strategy. It worked for him. So, yep. yeah. So, how quick into day one did you so figure out things? Got, that you, uh, you know. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'll say, how quick into day one did you figure out thing, things that changed from, from pre-fishing? Uh, when they completely shut down about, you know, 10.30 or 11, I knew something was going on. Uh, those uh, those Asian carp got up in there, too, and they, wow. they hadn't been in there during pre-fishing, and they had muddied the water up some. It didn't have the clarity that it had, and it, it was just something was off about it, you know, and we didn't really know what it was but we'd already most had our limit uh we'd already caught what we needed that day so i mean we were fortunate in getting it early because from that that time it carried that no bite carried all the way into the next day 
<laughs> well, you, you're able you're able to make the adjustments and figure it out, and that's and you know that's what it's all about. And it sounded like all three of you did that, uh, along with Adam, wherever you he know, was like scotching to. Yeah, it was. I was I was really lucky that I left out of there when I did because those those shad stayed up for about maybe thirty minutes, and after that, the bite went back off again. But uh, as long as they were out there skipping and jumping, man, the, the bass were under them, and that that gave me my limit on day two. Was, was this forced. your first BOS tournament this year? You weren't at Norman, were you? Yeah. Were you at Norman? No, I didn't fish Norman and uh, didn't fish Seminole. I went to Seminole and pre-fished, and man, I sucked. It was yeah. it was horrible. And so uh, that's what KBF had another tournament going, and I was yeah. familiar with that area down there. So I went down there and fished it. Uh, that's what I, I thought that this was your first one, and you just came in and won it. Like you might as well yeah. not even fish the other two anyway. Like <laughs> hell, I'll just stroll on in here and take their money and keep going down the road. I don't know what it is about Hobie, man. We, I've had five tournaments that I've fished with Hobie, and I've won three of them. I'm like, That's I'm what AJ, AJ just posted that a little while ago. Dude, said that to us. Yeah. You got that's figured out. Crazy. That's crazy, man. What was that's it like zero. being with Corey Dreyer for his first Hobie tournament? Was he nervous? Or did he cry at all? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Big boys don't cry. No, man. I mean, he was – Hey, he was really, really excited about them. I know. Uh, we've been ribbing him back and forth. I, I knew we'd get him out at some point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about it. You know, last year I was telling him about it. He was asking me, you know, about how the tournaments were ran and stuff, and I told him they was ran excellent. The tournaments are always – you can expect the same thing at, at every tournament. You can, you know, there's there's a nice even keel to it. And, I wish it would have been a real one, though. I, I hate that his first one was this virtual coronavirus stuff. You know, I like yeah. the white tablecloths and the big show and everything. I mean, that, yeah. to me, that's a big part yeah. of these tournaments, you know. Yeah. And, I, they, and Hobie yeah. did a great job with the social distancing and drive-through check-ins and all that stuff. They did yeah. a great job with it. But still, yeah. you know – I got. Yeah. I talked to Harshman and Chris Odom. We were next to each other in line. That was pretty yeah. much the, the extent of my interaction there in, in person yeah. Yeah. for the whole trip. And that kind of, uh, you know, that takes a little bit out of it for me. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, even even at that, he was, he's ready to fish another one. Yeah. What's yeah. next on your list? Uh, well... KBF has a, has a trail on uh, Kentucky Lake in two weeks. There you go. <laughs> So I was thinking about it, but man, I tell you, I, I love the Susquehanna River. There's a tournament up there on the 27th, and I so I'm kind of flip flopping back and forth between those two. Got you. I, I love the Susky, man. It's, it's I've never fished it. That's on my list. I, man, it's like having the if you've ever fished Erie or, or St. Clair, you know, you got that strain of smallmouth that are just big and wide, and they got the smallmouth. And most river fish are long and slender. You know, most most of the river smallmouth are long and slender, but up there in the Susky, you get those big lake type smallmouth in that river, and they just man, they tug, they tug, and you catch a lot of 18s and 19s. It's 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 just a great smallmouth river. I like that. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Ryan, Corey jumped in there mm-hmm. and said he'd be at the Coosa for sure in the comments. Right on. Me too. Save you a seat. Yep. yep. All right. Hey, That's awesome. y'all want to comment on? Corey wants to go to the TOC, man. He's gonna jump in there and try to get get him a spot. 
Yeah, man. A lot does of he want to come just as a companion, or does he want to come as a competitor? Oh, oh man, <laughs> man! And the hits just keep coming, man. <laughs> hey, Corey, there's a place called the Mouse's Ear in Knoxville. I'll see you there, pal. <laughs> Don't Google it right now, please. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you, you kind of talked about it, Ryan. What did y'all think about how Hobie handled this whole weird situation? Because I saw drive through awards after the fact where they were giving people prizes through the window. I thought, you know, it looked like they got real creative with how they handled it. What did y'all think? Yeah. You go ahead and tell them. I'm, I've spoke my piece. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. Dude, you were cutting out the whole time you were saying that. No, no, he was, was asking about the awards and stuff, the drive-through, how Hobie handled the the coronavirus deal here. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. The top ten percent uh, was all that they required to come back to the awards ceremony. So there was uh, there was thirteen people there, and we were we stayed spread out, and we all wore you know our our buffs uh, around our faces, and uh, I mean they were very respectful of, of Kentucky's. Uh, rules at the, at, the, at the moment, you know. I mean, a lot of the states, they're all different. Some have opened up again, some aren't, and some are taking, you know, different precautions here and there, and uh, they did the research, man. They, they checked into it all and made sure that they were uh, in compliance with all their uh, regulations, and uh, they did a good job on it, and I, I have no problem, you know, conforming to that. Yeah. I mean, I figured, you know, AJ's top-notch, as good as it gets on tournament director stuff, so I figured it, they ran a tight yeah. ship. I thought it was cool seeing some of the posts. It looked like people were driving through to get their raffle prizes even through their window. It's oh, like yeah. A- I mean, when we were, uh, you know, to get the identifiers, uh, they had uh, four lanes uh, with uh, road cones, and you pulled in, and uh, you had your boards, you know, we had our boards ready, and they would come out and check the boards, put sticker on them, and uh, and then you just move on. It actually went really quick. I mean, sounds like Chick Fil A. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot exactly. like Chick Fil A. AJ said, "My pleasure, man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But they, I hope they, we don't they, ever have they, to do it again. But they did job, it well. Man. It, yeah, yeah, they did. They did. They did a good job at it. I mean, you got to, I mean, if you want to make this stuff happen, man, I mean, as the season goes, I mean, if you're some, this is what I do for a living, man. I mean, I, I have to fish. I have to fish. If I, I mean, it's just like unemployment for two months for me, this, this whole thing was. And, uh, so, I mean, I've, I've got to fish and to have, you know, people like AJ out there, you know, who's pushing this stuff and, and uh, KBF still doing their stuff, and I'm hoping I don't. I haven't heard anything from Bass. Have you heard anything from Bass? So Bass, are they still going to have their uh, the next tournament on the Mississippi? From what I understand, don't quote me because I'm not at all involved in any official capacity. From what I understand, yes, the Bass yeah. is, is still going to be on. Uh, we rescheduled Chickamauga to the fall, and we had that Bass Nation. You know, I think we had like 60 yeah. people show up for it on Chickamauga. But from what I understand, right. things are going to be back to back to normal with it. Yeah, I, I mean, this fall is going to be busy. It's going so be yeah, busy. I mean, you know, you got a Hobie BOS on the Mississippi, right? Yep. So and just after that, you're going to have there's a bass on up there at the a week later, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the next yeah. week, or yep. a week or two. Yep. So, then you got the TOC. 
we have our state championship yep. the same weekend as our state championship is the national championship on Gunnersville. I mean, there's so much stuff kind of piled right there yep. on top of each other this fall, yep. which I'm glad because I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to win three or four more dollars myself. <laughs> this this yes. spring's been a little bit of a drought, not getting to have any of these I, tournaments. Ah, <laughs> uh, you get it, man. You're always know. in there, dude. You're oh, always boy. in the mix, dude. Not in Kentucky, buddy. I'm on a three-year cold spell on Kentucky. I mean, I can't buy good fish up there. You got in a Kentucky rut? Well, that's I'm right. in a Kentucky rut, buddy. I am. It's hardcore, too. You're probably done up there. Was, You're I done up there, though. I'm done up there forever. Y'all can have it. You can have <laughs> Kentucky Lake. I'll come yeah, up man, there. Was... I'll let AJ fish it, and I'll I'll run the board checks. AJ can go fish. <laughs> I'm not I'm not fooling with that lake anymore. Yeah. Usually Kentucky Lake is feast or famine for me, dude. It, it is. Either I find them or I, I, I struggle. The the area that I fished this year was way up north. It's Little Bear Creek. And until yeah. the lake changed, it was always consistent. And and it may not be, you know, right. a ton of big fish, but it was always consistent. 17, 18 inch jig fish. Yeah. And that's why I liked them. They were on secondary points, and they yep. loved eating football jigs. So we had a, you know, we had a real good deal working. Well, two years ago, they they got out of there. They quit, and I found them in there this year. I, I went in first first place. I went to third cast was a nineteen and a half on Thursday, and I thought, man, they're back. They're back. I'm getting out of here. Let's go. <laughs> I went back in there Saturday, yep. and there was a boat fishing on that point at five a.m. At 5 a.m. when I launched, there's a boat already sitting on that point. I said, yep. hey, man, how's it going? He's like, oh, good. He's like, I've caught three or four here. He's like, man, they love this jig. And I was like, yeah, yeah sure do, bud. Yeah. And he, he so, caught so a couple Chris more. So showed up to her cast. spot. Christine showed up to her spot, and there's a commercial fisherman sitting on top of it. <laughs> I saw her video, and I saw a story today. And, and, you know, we talk a lot about the community and how everybody – helps everybody out about Quentin going down for her to launch because there was apparently some creepy dude in an Impala yeah. that had been stalking yeah. her. I mean, and stuff like that, you know, that's awesome. Hats off to you, yeah. Quentin. Good job. Yeah. Everybody kind of looks out for everybody. And don't ever, yeah. ever reach out to, to get help with anything, whether it's changing a tire or, you know, or need, need yeah. some line to spool your reel with. I mean, there's always people yeah. that will help you. And, and that's oh, – yeah. That kind of speaks to what yeah. all this is about, you know, in the big yeah. picture. And we need that, dude. We need that. We need to be able to stick together and and, and, and help each other out. Like, and that's and that's part of the whole reason why a lot of us got into doing this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, right, especially right now. Started out, I mean, yeah. 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 We need it. We need it. You're right. We got what people, else you got, Jeff? I'll say we got people in the comments. If anybody here has a question for Jody, we're not going to keep him long. We usually go by an hour with KBN Live, but Jody's got something else coming up at 8, so we're not going to keep him that long. So if you got any questions, fire them off. And I know Ryan wants to probably go down to the beach and throw a surf rod <laughs> or do something. I don't know what no, you dude, throw it off the bat, man. fishing, dude. Yeah, go shark I'm fishing. Good, man. I, I don't know. There's some guys with some fishing poles out down here down the beach from me. I may grab mine out of the truck and yeah, see go. what they got going on. They do a little surf yeah. fishing. But there yeah, yeah. Todd Todd chimed in there and said kayak fishing community is second to none, and it is definitely different. Um, yep. You know, a little bit of.
talk went down on the KBN page today about the the kayak community versus the bass boat community, sorta talking about some of the stuff people ran <laughs> into with uh, bass boats over the weekend. And I know Ryan, you said you had a little run in with some folks, kind of cr- crowding you. Did you have any problem down there, Jody? I don't think you can uh, hear me, but Ryan, did, did you uh, did you run into any of that getting crowded by any of the BFL stuff that was going on? So the guy on the point, he he wasn't fishing the BFL. He was just there hanging out that morning, fun fishing or whatever. He left, but as soon as the BFL guys launched, I had about I was way up north. That's my fault for fishing that close to where they launched. But but I had about twelve boats come into that cove, and I was fishing like down a bank, down a bank in between docks on riprap. This father and son come in and cut me off like 35 yards in front of me and start fishing the same direction I'm going. I don't I don't care to fish around people. I don't care if we're going opposite directions and we, you know, cast and one of us goes out around and the other one keeps going, whatever. But to freaking come through and cut in on me and start fishing the, the same stretch of bank, that kind of made me mad. So I went clear across the lake over to the LBL side and started fishing the rocks on the LBL side, you know, looking for smallmouth. And it happened four more times over there. But by that point, I was so tired <laughs> from crossing the lake. I'm yeah. like, hell, I'm just going to put up with yeah. it now. I've, <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> hey, what, yeah, what? I, I was I was fishing a bank, and uh, I had two recreational kayakers come between my kayak and the bank where I was fishing. <laughs> they, just, they just come up through there. You know, I... They don't know. I mean, they they don't. They really don't. But right. now the bass guys, they know. They sh- they should know better. Well, what was funny is you know I had caught. I was not on anything of a consistent pattern. I was on a covering water pattern pre-fishing. But every time I catch a fish, one of them BFL dudes would come over pre-fishing. Hey man, what'd you catch that on? Hey, we got a tournament this weekend. Hey, you know what's the pattern looking like? We ain't catching nothing. Uh, that told me how tough the lake was yeah. fishing. Even if I'm on fish yeah. on Chickamauga yeah. or Gunnersville, yeah. you still don't have bass boat guys that are just, no. you know, hammering you for information because yeah. they look at you in a little plastic boat and they think you can't fish anyway. So yeah, that's that, right. to have you them don't asking for fish, you don't count. That, that told me the lake was fishing pretty tough. Hey, I got a couple questions for Jody. So uh, okay. Ryan Havlicek asked, hey, Jody, what surprised you most? Hey, what, what surprised you most about the Kentucky Lake bite that? kentucky lake bite this year uh i'll tell you what surprised me most about uh, about it was it was i actually found the fish in a, in a large group that wasn't on a ledge or you know out in deep water i mean the bite was shallow uh and it's been i mean hot enough i mean it was cool cool for this time of the year when we were there for a couple mornings but the bite was still really shallow this year that's the same thing that happened last year with christine she found them way back shallow yep. right yeah tell- in the, in the I, last I think those two and fish a half are- to three years it's been a big change the bait's not moving out on the ledges like it used to yeah yeah so so another thing i'm wondering too is you know the, most of the pros in the bass boat world say that you know those fish out on the ledges are out there because they're not pressured a lot of them have moved out there because they're not pressured i mean i think they've been out there all along but but there's been so much pressure on the ledges i wonder if those fish are starting to come back to the to the creeks and the and the and the coves and the i mean i don't know i'm just wondering i think i think it has to do with the shad population and and the shad moving out to that's why 
those fish go deep. They go deep because of the bait. That you know, yeah. they're following that. Yeah, bait. they're gonna follow. Yeah, they're gonna follow the food. I think the 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 huge. I mean, you know, it's great that Tennessee and Kentucky have invested in this Asian carp management stuff. Let me tell yeah. you though, it is not putting a dent in the population. Like no. anywhere you go on that lake is just covered with Asian carp. It's, it's it was ridiculous. Crazy where I was at. I think that the Asian carp, you know, they're filter feeders. They're eating all the plankton. I think they stay out and they're eating all the plankton up and down these flats and ledges. That's yeah. keeping the shad, the thread fin, back yeah. in the shallower water, in the grass and stuff, you know, where there's more abundance of plankton for them to eat. Therefore, the bass are staying back further. I mean, yeah. I don't know that the big bass are necessarily gone out of Kentucky Lake, but if you look at how many big bass were caught in this tournament compared yeah. to three years ago, it's not even a fraction. I mean, it's it's not even comparable at all. So yeah. I think you're definitely seeing a big shift. I know on Chickamauga right now, the offshore bite is on fire. All the bass are out deep. I mean, they just all loaded up and they're sitting on ledges. So, I mean, the Tennessee River System fishers pretty similar from lake to lake to lake. Uh, seeing how Kentucky was fishing and knowing how Chickamauga is fishing at home, that you know that tells yeah. me there's some there's a big balance shift there for sure. Yeah, Jay Jay yeah, just yeah. chimed in and said there's no threads in shad, so there's no bass schooling up, and that's why they're not out on the ledges. Same thing you kind of said there, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting you say that because I talked to uh, where I was staying at. Uh, one of the guys that was staying there was a mapper for uh, is either Lawrence or Garmin. And he, he mapped all those ledges for him, and he said that he ran from Paris to the dam and said it hardly found anything on the ledges. He hardly seen anything on the ledges up through there. And he said nothing like it used to be. No. Well, I talked to, I talked to Jason Lambert about this a couple of days ago on my way down here. And, you know, he was asking how the lake was. I said, man, it's awful. And he said, the last year that he won the FLW up there, you know, when there was him and that Randy Haynes yeah. incident that went down, he said the reason it was so tough, he said there were two big schools on that lake then. And he said they were both, you know, both of them were fishing them. He said normally it would be 20 or 30 big schools, you know, that he yeah. could bounce from. He said, he, and, and, you know, that's kind of his, his bread and butter yeah. was Kentucky Lake. Yeah, he said when it went down to like two schools, you know that there's a problem. You know that there's, yeah. you know, something is changing in the lake, and yeah. I don't know, uh, I don't know what we're what they're going to do to save it. I mean, it's gonna, it's got to yeah. be related to the Asian carp for sure. Uh, I think you know high water in the spring is a spe it's it's affected the spawn some. Uh, tournament weigh-ins killing all the big bass in the summer doesn't help either i mean yeah. there's a lot of different things i don't i don't think you can point the finger at one but but it's definitely they're gonna have to put the hammer down on something i will, there. I will say this man i mean where i was fishing i seen millions <laughs> millions of fry yeah and lots and lots lots and lots of successive year sizes of bass uh from one inch to three inches to six inches to you know I've seen a lot, uh, a lot of them, so hopefully, man, you know, I don't know, maybe we can, maybe it'll come back a little bit here in a few years. From what I've heard, there's a ton of like the 13 to 15 inch size bass, a ton of those. Yeah. But what's missing is like that 16 to 20 inch. They say yeah. two year classes. I don't know. I'm no biologist, but but right. that's what you know. All the locals and the and the pros that fish up there were kind of giving this feedback. Yeah. 
All right, I got a couple more questions for you, Jody. Coming in, coming okay. in high. I got, I got one from the People's Champ, Clifton Allen. Clifton he said, Allen. He said uh, a big, uh, big topic down in Texas right now is how much of fishing is luck. What are your thoughts on this? Most are saying it's luck. I say it's very little luck. So, what's your opinion? I think it varies from tournament to tournament, dude. Uh, I definitely got lucky on two fish. Uh, and I, the bites were so few. If I hadn't had that luck on those two fish, I wouldn't have got my limit on the last day. Uh, one one fish that, that was pure old luck was I was moving to another hole to that I uh, previously caught a fish in, and out of the corner of my eyes, I spooked a bass off the bank, and it took off flying behind me, and I just grabbed my pole and just slung it behind me like that and hit it 10 feet from it, and it seen it, and it went and hit it. That's, that's not luck, luck Jody. That's What's luck. not luck is that's deadly accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> I was lucky to find to, to spook that bass. <laughs> but but when it comes to making adjustments and stuff like that, I mean, I'd say I'd say at least eighty percent of it is is knowing what you're doing. Is time on the water, you know, maybe even more, maybe ninety percent. I don't know, but uh, I, I think when once you do it for so long, the luck starts to disappear and, I, and you you start figuring the fish out well when you put yourself in better situations you kind of create your own luck too sometimes right so that's what you do it less yeah, lucky you know, isn't that's right i don't think the luck part is you winning these tournaments you know like i feel like you, yeah. you break down the water you put yourself right. in the right area now we can't control which right. fish bites whether it's that 14 inch fish or whether it's that yeah. 21 inch fish, you need a little bit of luck. I mean, unless you're bad fishing yeah. when you yeah. can literally see the fish, you got, I mean, a lot of it is luck when that chatterbait's running through the grass or whatever, but, yeah. but you know, you, you gotta be in the right area. I don't think you can just, anybody can close their eyes yeah. and put their finger on a map and go there, win a tournament. No, there's, there's a reason why we uh, study maps. We, we look at the charts. We, weather patterns we watch the pros we watch who's catching what where and we spend so much time on the water i mean that it just without doing that if you were had never fished a day in your life and you went to kentucky lake on a tough day and won a tournament against bfl pro uh, guys or, or the pros that's luck you know oh yeah but yeah. getting out and grinding oh, yeah. getting out and grinding in these tournaments and 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 doing your homework and Getting your time on the water, it, it takes a lot of that look away. It's how not, many it's days not, do you usually pre-fish for a tournament, Jody? Uh, usually, I fish. I'll leave the house on a Monday, and I usually get where I'm going, and I'll fish from Tuesday up until uh, pre-fishing ends on usually on Friday. Okay. Uh, this year, I, I've been getting there and usually fishing from Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So at least, usually, at least three days. I say that to to get to the, you know, point of discussion, we've talked about pre-fishing cutoffs, you know, where maybe you have a dead period yeah. two or three weeks beforehand and then open up an official pre-fishing period like three days. Like, you know, something something around that. I want to get your thoughts on it as somebody that does travel around to all these big tournaments all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, here, here's the thing, though. I mean, <clears throat> if... If you're in this and you're doing this, like I'm on the water, like, I don't know, maybe 250, 260 days a year. 
and I'm going to usually frequent waters that I know that I'm going to have tournaments on. So actually, yeah. every time I go out, I'm actually kind of pre-fishing. Yeah. You know, so, you know, how you, how you would regulate that? I mean, if you had a period between, I don't know, say you couldn't fish that water two weeks before the tournament, and then you had a three-day period, you could probably do something like that, I guess. Yeah. But I, it wouldn't matter to me. I mean, here's the way I look at that, too. You, somebody makes the rules, I follow them. That's I mean, good. That's simple. You know, if, if I've got to follow the rules, so does everybody else. So, I mean, it's, you know, whatever they say we've got to do, I'm happy with it. Let's do it. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Let's see. We got Christine has a question that we that she says we ought to ask you, Jody. She said, Hi, a, she said ask Jody about fishing behind Ike with a laughing emoji. So, there must be something funny there. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Ike. I mean, Ike, Ike was Ike, you know. I mean, we this, were fishing. This uh, weekend? Is this when that happened? Uh, we were okay. fishing a lake in uh, uh, Georgia that had just opened up down there. And uh, there was supposed to be some really big bass in it. And uh, Christine and I were just, we were hammering them. And it just seemed like Mike was scrambling trying to get them. But now, AJ said that he caught a lot of fish that day. But I think Christine and I, I think we caught a lot more size fish. <laughs> I think we so, so we were kind of like elbowing each other going, I think we beat him on size. I think we beat him on size. <laughs> Which we I don't we may have or we may not have. <laughs> How you liking that Hobie, speaking of? Oh, dude. Oh my gosh. I mean it's 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 just a superior boat, dude. It is. It is. I, mean, I you know, I fished everything. It's out there just about from a from a Pelican, Acusa, and everybody, you know what? Everybody is making good boats right now. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's got a, a good boat out there. If you make junk right now, you're not going to be able to, to make it in this market. But right. here's the thing. There's always going to be somebody at the top of that. And and Hobie's got it hands down, man. Yep. That 360. I mean, I had the wind. The wind kicked up on Sunday. I don't know if you guys were in the wind or not. And I was, trying, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was holding on a spot, dude. With that three hundred and sixty, dude, it's like having spot lock. I mean, I was just, you know, it was blowing, and eh, not quite. I was just, just hit the ah, pedal. Jeff, Jeff actually twisted. has spot lock. He would have been paddling that autopilot around out there. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I do. I love it. I love the space. I love, I love the the style of pedal on it. Uh, I mean, I love that push. Uh, it's smooth. It's quiet. It holds all my stuff. Plus the cooler. I can put a cooler on the back so I'm not burning down. Uh, I yeah, don't always just, feel like I need. For what I do, everything it is a superior. So I tried to talk myself into. Oh, I just, a 180's fine. You know, I don't need that 360, whatever. I got out there in the wind on Chickamauga one day, and I got so mad, and I was like, all right, okay. Yeah. I, I called Jamie down at the dugout, and I said, I need, I give up. I need it. Get get me yeah. one ready. I'm coming yeah. to get it. I was wondering yeah. how you felt after the switch. And how's Corey liking his Hobie? I, well, the, I, that's my Hobie Is that it? I won the TLC in that he was in. <laughs> He circled back around, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's always had he, he's always had a hobby, dude. Uh, just up until recently, <laughs> sold his one to his dad. And uh, no, I told him. I mean, if you're going to fish the BOS, I mean, 
you're crazy if you go down there and paddle. I mean, I know sometimes literally the creek fish, and there's nothing wrong with it, but the type of fish is... You need you need something like a hobo. But uh, I had that that boat. I bought the boat that I won the TOC in last year, and uh, I told Corey, I said, "Man, I'll throw it on the trailer, and you can just use it." So, yeah, man. He, I mean, he he's always liked hobies, but uh, yeah, yeah, he, he used enjoyed to, it. He used to have one that he fished out of all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the seats, man, are so daggone comfortable, man. I I've got back problems. I got knee problems, and uh, you know that boat just. I can spend all day in it, and I'm I'm completely comfortable in it. Have you got have a you kayak got, cushion yet? I don't have uh, from the company. I don't. Uh, but I've been using gel foam for. Try yeah, one I've been, of them things. It seems like the simplest, just you know, dummy thing there ever was. I loaned one to this guy that was staying in our house, and he came back. He's like, "That made all the difference in the world, right there." <laughs> I said, "I felt like yeah, just a yeah. little piece of." And that foam, it's antimicrobial. It doesn't stink. It don't get waterlogged. Yeah. And I, and he's like, man, that was that was a good call right there. Yeah, That's I've been using. I started out years ago. I started out using dog beds. I take a little dog bed and throw it in my seat. <laughs> and and I, I was known for that around here. Everybody made fun of me because, yeah. hey man, where's your dog bed at? You know, and that's what I use. But then I I use a piece of uh, of uh, memory foam that I sit on now. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to check out the, the kayak cushion. I, I haven't been there to check them out yet. Give it a look. See, we're get, we got some, we're going to do a little special run of Yak Addicts kayak cushions. We'll see if we can't get you one heading your way. That sounds good, man. I'd love to try one. There you go. Well, we're getting on oh, about quarter to eight o'clock. I know Jody's got to get on to another, another show. There's no more. Uh, no more questions anyway that I saw that I wanted to ask. I think Jake Harshman asked one, but I forgot what it was, so we'll, we'll let that one go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, hey, man, I've had a great time. Yeah, we sure appreciate you, Jody and Ryan. I know you down there at the beach, you still made time to, to make this happen, so oh, I ain't you know, here, else here we go. Yeah, KBN Live is back. We'll try to get another one going maybe for next Monday. Uh, but Jody, thanks so much, man. And, and you know, you're an inspiration. Like I said before we came on, you're an inst inspiration to everybody out there that has to wear reading glasses to see their fishing line. You're, you are the man. <laughs> I, I appreciate Jody, water, I man. appreciate you coming on. We'll let you jump off here real quick, Jeff. I think we need to touch on. I want to touch on this rankings page that come out. Okay. I don't want to get. I don't want to tie Jody's time up with the bullshit. But I bought a 24 pack. I'm out of here, guys. Right, Jody, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, sir. <laughs> Take care, Jody. Hey, thanks for having. Man, I had a blast, dude. Good taking a whipping from you again, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. He's he's pictures there, but that's fine. So let's talk about it. What 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 are you? What's your take on this, Jeff? I shared it on my personal page, and I'm getting all kinds of heat from it. <laughs> you shared it? I hadn't even seen it yet. Yeah, I shared it. I looked at it and shared it, and then I get you know. The, the DMs blowing up. Yeah, you, you need to you need to take well, a peek. Well, here's the deal. Uh, quick. Those guys asked me to be part of that little panel, so I actually was on there with them for a couple of weeks. Uh, submitted, I think, my top thirty or something like that to them. Basically, a poll of fifteen or twenty guys, uh, guys and girls. So, so was it just, hey, you send me your top thirty, you send me your top thirty, and then they kind of took yeah. an average, or so this wasn't like a data spreadsheet. No. No, I mean, okay. I left it last week, but before that, it was just everybody put in your, your opinion. Basically, like a coach's poll in football. Oh. Huh. You know what I mean? All right. 
Yeah, I mean, there's some names on there that don't necessarily fish tournaments or anything. Like, you know, they may fish like two a year or yeah. something that were on there. That There was a lot of, well, lot of heat coming on there. Dwayne Beatty was left off there. Like, I think that's ah. what you get when you do a human poll because you use history and not yeah. actual performance because it's just like when uh, – We'll use we'll use a football team for example. You'll you'll get a team that's been terrible for three years, but they've got a rep of twenty years of history that gets ranked every year, even if they don't deserve it. Basketball, football, whatever. Uh, it's the gotcha. same kind of thing. It's it was just like Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska or uh, UCLA used to get ranked all the time, even though they were terrible. Now they're just terrible. But uh, th- that's the deal. It's it's somebody made a joke I think on KBN about it being like the Yak Angler Choice Awards. It's not that bad. It's not it's not that level <laughs> of bad. Brandon Barton said that to me earlier. He's like, yeah. "Ah, so we got another Yak Angler Awards." It's just they they selected. I don't know how many ended up with. I think it was fifteen to twenty ish. Yeah, I mean, it was people were, on the panel. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they just right. voted. They voted on the who they thought was it. And I and I say voted. They put their own list in there from their their memory. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. So I I know the list I submitted a couple weeks ago. I ended up yeah stepping away from it and letting them do their own thing, but. Uh, the list I submitted had Dwayne Beatty in it, and among several other people. So I don't, I don't know how they came up with their final list. Uh, I'm assuming it was just a, a law of averages or, or whatever. May, they may have probably kicked my list out since I left the panel, but probably but, did. Uh, Yours got veto. You probably got banned after your your protest, your peaceful protest. No, no peaceful protest. Just, just, <laughs> just a busy man, man. You can't. You, you oh know. yeah, yeah. Christine said she got busy too. It was, yeah, y'all yeah. just had had a lot of things come up there at once. That's right. One main thing, but yes, a lot of things came with once. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all it is. It's a, from what I from what I gathered from it, it is just a a collaboration of people's opinions of who they think are the top fifty anglers. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's what I need to know. Do we got anything in the comments there? I know John Allen was he was chomping at the bit. Clifton was also uh, commenting on it there uh, uh, on, on my personal page. Harshman said it's kind of like the Cowboys. I guess he means Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Maybe he's talking about Clifton and, and yeah. John. Somebody, a couple people asked what ranking page. So I guess it's not out there too much yet. It's uh, KBBT, KBBT guys. I'm, I'm honestly, hats off to Greg and the guys. They've stirred up all kinds of stuff here in like, in like two and a half months. Also, welcome back, Conrad. Conrad he's, he's off mute back on the page. He's hit us a couple times today. Yeah, so. let, me t- let me tell you something. Uh, Conrad and I became facebook friends he's quite the follow on just facebook in general let me tell you if you if you want some yeah. entertainment out there yeah no he and i are believe it or not he and i are facebook friends as well we've yeah. had several conversations here on the side yeah so he's quite the follow over there with all that's going on in the world let me tell you it's, it's a good follow <laughs> if you love politics i appreciate his i appreciate it. i appreciate his perspective yeah uh but yeah conrad and, and, and going back to the rankings Conrad the Barbarian didn't make the rankings of the KBPT rankings. That. What I in the world? That. He was an honorable mention. That was another topic of discussion yeah. was, uh, you know, Conrad's own post. Like, how many online events do you have to beat the internet in before you're taken seriously as a real-life angler? The question's out there. I don't know. I don't know. Matt's, did you see Matt Scotch earlier before we came on, his uh, idea? Uh, yeah, I did. The, the separate... uh, and online, is, I think, honestly... I think that's a good idea. Here's where the whole online deal is. If it's nationwide, I think it's somebody from Florida that's won the last two KBB, the first two, last two, however you want to look at it, KBBT brackets. Like, 
when you got places like Florida that are just full of donkeys, you got Texas that can, in my opinion, that's the only other state I would pick out of the country that, that could consistently compete with Florida. Uh, California, hit or miss, but those two definitely, I think, yeah. are, are in a league of their own. So then how do you determine these, if you did a power rankings of online, how do you do it? Total inches? Uh, you know, like what, what are you looking at? Cause it, how are you going to compete with 118, 125 inch stringer? What's, what's no, the no power formula? rankings. We'll just go by who makes the best memes and, uh, fan, fan, fan opinion. That's what we'll do or whatever. Fan opinion. People, the people's opinion. Jason Yang's my number one angler. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Christine. Jason Yang's my number one angler. That's awesome. Mic drop. Mic drop. Pasty yeah. drop. My number one angler. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> funny stuff, man. I, those guys, like I said, they're, they're pushing the envelope. I think their bracket thing is now split off into regions maybe and some yeah, team stuff. So some we'll see how stuff, that goes yeah. for them and, you know, more power to them. I did it. It was fun for one month, but I, I probably won't ever do it again, not because of anything hateful. I just don't have that many weeks consecutively to uh, commit. It is so, a lot. I mean, yeah, that yeah. is that is a lot to, to ask to be in that deal. Like, you, you know. And you can fish it in conjunction with your other stuff, but like a lot of yeah. Saturday, Sunday type stuff, I got something going on one of those days. I don't get too many days at home myself, period. Yeah. But um, What do you got coming up, man? I know you're on vacation, but what's next for you? Uh, I'm going to go home. We've got a night tournament on Chick coming up, so I'm going to go pre-fish for it when I get home. And then in two weeks, I'm going to pack up, head back down here, and me and Brandon Barton are going to try to do a little – tarpon video for nice. a upcoming project we have going very very nice all right i got a little local tournament this weekend on beaver lake they finally let us have our tournament permits Uh-oh. so i can actually fish a little tournament and then uh, we'll see after that i probably won't get back out traveling till august but i'll see you guys okay on the road then but anyway good night man you ready to get yep. out of here appreciate it Vinny, i hope you're doing better Vinny had a bad a bad accident i'm sure a lot of people saw that queen city Vinny ferrari yeah. Uh, I think he's back, getting back on his feet. Hopefully, he gets his gear back together, and he's back fishing soon. You're in our thoughts, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, everybody out there, stay safe. Thanks for watching tonight. It was a good one, and uh, we'll try to wrangle something up for next Monday. All right. Let's do it. All right, man. Good job. Good night. See you.